the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to get a Wednesday show under the way. We're hump day, middle of the weekday, over the hill day, closer to uh, Friday than we were on Monday, and it isn't raining, and I'm liking that. I'm going to tell you, yesterday morning coming in was terrible, absolutely terrible. I went over, Ken and Phil, and, and, and put in my taxes yesterday. I had to give the federal government pretty close to $2,000. And uh, had to give the state government some. And I'm driving down the road yesterday morning thinking to myself, i got to go pay my taxes today, and I can't even see the lines on the road. Why? Why aren't they painting at least lines on the road so you can see? You couldn't tell what lane you were in yesterday morning. No, and then the, uh, the potholes have uh, increased, <sighs> Yes, of course. Uh, well, but you're talking about paying taxes. I mean, did you have you paid uh, yours yet? No, I haven't. Well, the, the, the IRS hasn't even hasn't even paid the people back for the last year. Last year, so. I know. I was talking taxes. to my preparer yesterday. Said there were over several million people, several million people that have not gotten their return from 2021. Mm-hmm. That that's you know. Here, here's how it always works. Now, I think everybody will agree with me. This is the way it works. If you owe money to the government, they want it yesterday. If they owe you money, they'll get around to it. That's right. <laughs> it seems, that's that's the way it seems that that's the rule right. and how how it works. And then if you don't if you don't give it to them, they can penalize you. But, oh yeah but uh but if they don't give it to you so sorry yeah we can't penalize them yeah i found that out there was a couple of years back oh this is more than a couple of years back now it was i've been in little rock now 21 20, going on 22 years so uh i this would have been right at the end of uh the 20th century <laughs> I like saying it that way. It sounds like it was forever ago. But anyway, uh, they came to me and said, we don't have returns for the last two years from you. I filed them. And they said, well, we want to see them. So I sent it to them. And uh, I even showed them where they sent me checks, refund checks. I said, thank you, Mr. Ellswick. I said, by the way, since you didn't know that I filed, do I get another refund check? <laughs> and uh, of course that didn't happen of course but yeah they they didn't have anything on me and i showed them where they sent it to me and it's just crazy i was talking 
I was talking to my tax preparer yesterday, and he told me, Dustin told me, that the federal government, you cannot right now, let's say a tax preparer is working with the IRS, you cannot attach a file to an email and send it to them. You have to fax it to them. That that's old technology, folks. Way old technology yeah. now. You gotta you gotta fax. What do they do with all the freaking money? They said they were upgrade. Wasn't it like during Obama's administration? They said they were upgrading their technology. They can't even take a. They can't even take an attachment yet on an email. No, but but the Democrats want to fund them even more to monitor us even more when they can't even give us back our own money. I still say all those guns and all those bullets, if you remember during the Obama administration, they're somewhere, and I don't know if IRS agents have them or they're just in a supply closet somewhere uh, so that they can grab some guns and some bullets if they need it to keep us uh, peons under control. Mm. It's, it's it, Anyway, I paid my taxes yesterday. Luckily, I'll get a little bit of money back from the uh, the state government because they don't tax my Social Security. So my thanks to them for that. <laughs> I thank you for that. That's nice of you to do that. I find it, un, you know, unconscionable that you ask people to pay into Social Security all their lives. Now, biggest misnomer is that it goes into a lockbox. Yeah. And that's for you. It's not. It's for the people that are on Social Security at that time that you're paying it to pay their checks. And then when you retire and you start getting your checks, if you happen to continue to work, they will uh, you know, give you less money and they will tax. And they do this by taxing your Social Security. Personally, I think that's double taxation but they've argued this in front of the Supreme Court, and they said they have said not, it is not. But I don't just I just don't see how they can tax you, take the money for Social Security, and then when you become, you know, a recipient of Social Security, they can tax your Social Security. It just see it just doesn't seem right to me. And of course, I'm one of those people that if I would make governor of the state of Arkansas, no one over the age of 65 years old would pay property taxes on their homes. Mm. They'd own their homes, finally. Finally, when they paid them off, they would be actually be their home and not could not be taken away from them if they didn't pay their property tax. Well, the federal government needs to get rid of the uh, death tax or the estate tax. Yeah, I mean, it goes. It just goes on and on. Yeah. Yeah, you never get a... They're going to jab you one last time before they put you in the grave. They take the pennies off your dead mother's eyes i'm just telling you and you wonder where that came from it used to be so they keep dead people's eyes shut they put pennies on all right that's that's what where that came from but they they would take those they would take they'll take it money from wherever they can get it they work hard at doing that too they really do all right did you watch any of the supreme court hearings yesterday or do you even have time to sit down in front of a tv Uh, i really don't have time to sit in front of tv i read a few saw a few interviews a few clips um and that's you know really about it 
I don't I don't want to hear these answers from people that are up for judgeships that they can't answer that question because it might it, it might give the illusion that they're going to rule a certain way mm-hmm. on the law. I mean, uh, Brown, uh, you know, Judge Brown was asked yesterday what her definition of a woman was. What's your definition of a woman? Did you hear her answer? I did not. Actually. I'm not a biologist. That's what. She, that's what she said. Now, this is supposed to be one of the most learned people in our country that we want to put on the Supreme Court of the United States, and she can't tell us what a woman is because she's not a biologist. <sighs> Disgusting. It's ridiculous. And then, you know, they, they, they get away with not answering questions by saying, well, that might come up before me uh, in, a, in a court case, and I don't want to, uh, you know, prejudice, you know, what I might, ha- might have to do. Well, you don't have to prejudice yourself. If you've if your personal opinions yeah. override the law of the land, then you need to recuse yourself yeah. completely. Well, that's contrary to how she started. I know for a fact she started her her opening statements with talking about how she would just interpret uh, the law and be, well, new, sure, be neutral they all about say. political stuff. They all lie there, um, but the, well, the, you know. But typically, you keep that lie going. Yeah, they try. Uh, but uh, you know, I wish whoever asked her that would have asked her. Well, then, how do you know whether or not you're a woman? If she's not a biologist, then how does she know she's, she's yeah, a woman? That would have been a good follow up question. Yeah. Then, are you a woman? Yeah. That would. Have, do you have to have a degree in biology to know that you're a woman? That's right. All right. Easton Towing. Don't forget about him. By the way, that's Ken Yang with that insightful comment that to be honest is just a no-brainer i mean it really is think about that and and this supreme court nominee can't answer it because she's not a biologist all right east end towing wants you to know they're ready to help you out doesn't matter what situation you find yourself in they're ready they're part of the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed and insured with their tow operation, and each of their trucks is permitted. By the way, if someone goes to uh, tow you and they are not licensed and they're not insured, I wouldn't use them. I'd be calling another tow company. Here's the phone number to call, 501-888-8849. 501 888 8849. If you were watching that, you you saw me put my hand up at, at Ken uh, Yang. I'm not telling him to talk to the hand. I'm not, that's, not, <laughs> that's not what I'm telling him. I'm just saying we're coming back, all right? So uh, if, if what you're saying, you don't want to be heard, shh, you know, zip it. Or if you want to save the, the brilliant insights for the, for the audience. Yeah, save it. For, for, okay, I got to tell you. Robert Steinbach just walked into the studio, all right? I mean, just as we were finishing up the first segment, he walks in the studio. We go to break, and the first thing he says to me after I finish East End Towing, he says, did you hear Judge Brown talking about a woman yesterday? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's like we're, we're connected, but it's also so obvious. If you, I just sent out a tweet, 
and it said, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> right? Why? Because you can't answer the question, what is a woman? Well, I need to be a biologist. Actually, no, you don't. Yeah. Hey, I cut my hand. I need to see a doctor. No, you don't. We need to have some common sense in this country, and it's go well on the left. Do you have to have a degree in biology to know that if you cut your hand, you bleed? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's such a elemental question. Uh, by the way, hey, I've chosen, according to the left at least, um, th- to date women rather than men. How do I know? <laughs> yeah. Ken, how do I know? <laughs> you know, you, you all have to go visit a biologist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe we have to go to a gene test. But then again, no, you don't. It's got nothing to do with but That's Here's right. the interesting point. Let's unpack what Judge... Right, here we go. What's her last name now? Is it... Uh, what's her last Could, name? Can Kajanji Brown. Brown. Well, let's unpack... What Easier ju- to say Judge Brown. That's what right, I meant. Right, right. Let, let's unpack what Judge... She says, I'm not a biologist. Wait, what? So, sex is determined by biology. Yeah, there uh-huh. you go. Yeah. Not according to the left. You know, I put out a while, a short while back, maybe a week or two ago, something about this story, you know, you've seen with the U- University of Pennsylvania swimmer, the biological oh, yeah. male on, on the wheelchair. Is that what he goes yeah. by? L-I-A or something? Right. Yeah. That's right. And it, it, it strikes me a little bit more than others because I went to the University of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And... I put out a, a comment about this, and, uh, you know, it's as if uh, all heck broke loose, because you, you're not allowed to make the obvious statement. Oh, no, absolutely right? not. Right? Mm. People have been banned from Twitter. I think the number two, the winner, I think the real winner of that competition put out some comment, and she was banned from Twitter. Well, the Babylon Bee has been banned from Twitter. Well, is, isn't it remarkable that sarcasm, that satire? Satire is right, banned. Is banned. Only, yeah. only if it's directed at the left. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, the yeah. left has only no sense of humor. Only if it's directed at the, the left. The left has no sense of humor. Well, I agree. You yeah. know who was a master yeah. at that? Rush. And the, guy, yeah. the, the guy's name is William. You know, his name is Will. Uh-huh. Will Thomas, not Leah Thomas. Okay, well, yeah, and, I didn't uh, even know what his and, real name uh, was. You know, I posted something on my Facebook page a few days ago, and this happened is when he was swimming for the men, he was nationally, he was ranked 462. Yeah, and he as, sucked. Yeah. And as a man <laughs> swimming lucky, in the women's he, division, he's, he's he number didn't one. drown yeah. in the pool. Well, and but, you know, there's a, uh, we talked about it on your show last week, I think, Dave. There was a uh, scholarly piece put out. Sometimes those are dangerous, but this was a good conservative one, right? <laughs> and the and the author, the last name was like Sheck or Shank or something like that. Um, it's not exactly that, but it, close enough. Anyway, uh, the author says, look, the person wants to be called Sally, call him or her Sally. I don't care. Yeah, Chris, but, Chris said that. Yeah, Chris said, uh, but the sex matters in so many contexts. Yeah, and the author go. said, this was good. You sports, did this last week, yeah. Right? Yep. Prison. Yeah. Uh, criminal justice. Uh, um, there's so many. So you can't play that it, that it doesn't exist. Well, it's kind of like, you know, if someone gets, you know, there's an Amber Alert or someone gets kidnapped, someone gets murdered. Well, you know, we're looking for the suspect. He is the she that's a that's a whatever. Who, who knows where that person is? And, and, the, and the same people uh, that uh, think that there's, you know, five gajillion genders. 
I tell you what, when they dig up your bones here in a few hundred years, you ain't going to be holding up a sign. Well, you're not going to be buried with a sign that says, I identified as this. It's just going to be two when they when they check your bones. You're going to be male or female. Oh, yeah. Archaeologists aren't going to be able to tell what you thought you were. They're just going to know what you were. Yeah. And in so many contexts, in all all of these contexts that we're talking about, by the way, it matters. It matters. Yeah. So it's not about what you want to be called. I don't think anybody cares about that. Really. I mean, there may be a few yeah. on, on, on the extremes. But for the most part, has, it has no, nothing to do with that. Excuse right. me, folks. But, That's the, okay. but, the, but the irony, you know, it was the irony of the left is, you know, the left is the one that brought us cancel culture. And they're the ones canceling women's rights right now. Yes, they are. That's right. There yeah. will be nothing left to so-called women's sports. I say so-called yeah. because it's it's a, it's you see it vanishing. It's like becoming it's a, a misnomer. Yeah, yeah. Fe- it's like a time yeah. travel. Movie. Fe- feminism is gone. And the left, you know, and the, the, the Fox News was interviewing people. Now, where's Helen uh, Gurley Brown when we need her? <laughs> they're interviewing people, and 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 there are people that said we have no political party. Because of the left, you know, they're not Republicans, they're Democrats, but they said, we're not Democrats anymore because the Democrats and the left refuse to stand up for women. They thought they thought the left and the Democrats were the party that were supposed to be for women, for feminists. Silence. Nothing. Yeah, they don't stand. Crickets. I'm yeah. going to say what, they, they don't stand up for abortion for women. They stand up for the destruction of the unborn. Yeah. That's what they do. Because, I mean, it, it's from from conception to even after birth now. Yes. And, and now it's starting to come out even more so as you watch what's happening in some of the states where they're saying that you can withhold treatment yeah. after a child has been born. If the mother decides, I forget which state it was recently that the council of the state rep came out with this and several people signed on to it. If the mother decides after she gives birth that she doesn't want the child, they can let it die. It's at least two weeks after. And it, it would, Think and, about yeah, that. But it was as recent as the late 2000s that the Democrats, most Democrats, believe that abortion should be le- illegal after the first trimester, if not in, you know, if not it, you know, some of the latest, maybe middle, earlier. second, the earlier second trimester. Like they were, it was all in agreement. And then, and then, I mean, they took a hard left turn. Um, and you know who led that hard it. left? Hillary Clinton. Well, do you remember what she said during the debate when uh, about the late, latest term abortion? And Trump uh, tried to pin her down on this issue. And her response is, uh, that's up to the, the, the woman and her doctor. Wait, wait. At eight months and three and a half weeks, up to the woman and her doctor, each and every time. So here's the problem that the left has. They are unwilling to recognize that at any point during a pregnancy, there is a baby at any point. Yeah, they get all kinds of different names for their their children. I know that in my children's births, that long before we showed up at the hospital for the birth, we already knew what the child's name was going to be. Well, we, we have those tests, right? The sonogram? Yeah, you can, we, you knew, can figure out the, the, we knew Miles was going to be a male and that Jennifer was going to be a female. But anyway, we, we had those, that, 
and when when you know how dads are and i think moms are even this way and you talk about your unborn child as a as a you know entity that's there with you you know miles i can't wait till you're right here with us so that you know we know that they're a person well they tell you i think i think most parents would say they knew they were going to be parents Mm mm-hmm they yeah, tell you to talk to the baby, right? When, yeah, when, right? when when the mother's pregnant. What are you talking to? According to the left, you're talking to a a, a growth. A, a lump of cells. Right, right. A lump of cells. I, I remember and, when I've heard that several times. You know, and that's really the, 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 the irony of the left's position, right? Is that they have gone to such an extreme that they're unwilling to recognize a baby Ever. Yep. You know why? Because they're afraid once they give an inch, they'll have to give more than an inch. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. All right. Robert Steinbach is here. He's law professor of Bowen School of Law. His opinions are his and his alone. And, uh, you know, not necessarily those at Bowen School of Law or the university. And Ken Yang is here, the chairman of the uh, Celine Republican Party. He's sitting with us and the chair of the chairs of uh, the uh, different. Uh, committees out there uh, across the state of Arkansas. So we'll continue our discussion with them. I'm Dave Ellswick. You've got something you want to say? 823-0965. Start that off with 501. All right. Don't forget about uh, Pat Davis. Pat Davis wants to help you with your uh, health insurance. Look, if you got health insurance that's really reasonable, like every month you pay like $450, (laughs) And, and that's reasonable now, right? But you probably got a deductible before you can even use your insurance of maybe anywhere between six and $10,000. You got to meet, meet that before they'll even shell out a penny for you. You might as well not have the insurance. I'm just saying, you might as well not have uh, the insurance or uh, they should make it so that you can have, you know, cataclysmic insurance and make that your health insurance or whatever. So uh, keep in mind that Pat Davis will, he's got deductible busters. He'll show you a way to, to break through those deductibles. He'll show you how not to pay co-pays anymore. That when you go to see the doctor, you don't have to pay 75, a hundred, a hundred and a quarter before you can even get in and, and have them say, oh, Mr. Ellswick, you're fine. Uh, but no, you you know, he'll show you how not to pay those, and then he'll save you thirty to fifty percent on the premium. I mean, look, how much more do I got to say? He's going to save you a whole lot of money. He saved a business the other day. I think he said thirty five thousand dollars a year for the uh, health insurance for their workers. You need to talk to this guy. If you're self employed, you need to talk to Pat Davis. He's going to help you out. 501-605-6935. 501-605-6935 or yourhealthplanman.com. You talk to him. Let him save you money that you can use now when you need it instead of giving it to some insurance company. Just say it. Just say it. All right. Robert Steinbach here. And, of course, Ken Yang is here. Robert just showed me his, his brand new push card, his new mailer that he's sending out. 
and I'm looking at this picture on the back where you're leaning out the car. Is is that like a 69 Dodge Charger? It's close, actually. It's a 71 Ford Mustang. Okay. Mm. I, I, knew it's a mu- I knew it was a muscle car. That's right. Just by the way that the, uh, uh, the seatbelts are hanging. Right. It's on my website if you want to check it out. Steinbuck <laughs> yeah. for Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, Steinbuck with an H at the end. Running for the state house. Yep. I like what you say. I will tirelessly work to restore safety and security to our communities, shrink government and lower taxes, and protect life, liberty, and our God-given individual freedoms. That's love right. That. I love that, Thank buddy. You. I Thank like you. That, that says it all right there. Oh, it really and that, does. And that's me talking. And that's right? why you got it in... In yellow, yeah, or yeah, gold. Yeah. I think well, that's that's gold, isn't it? Sure, and I do. That like, is gold. I do like the. You know, it's like it's literally one of my favorite words. It's zeal. Yeah, and I like the word zealously. Yeah, zealously. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Freedom of information champion, former auxiliary police officer, former U.S. Department of Justice counsel, Fulbright Scholar, fourteen and fifteen, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, zealously defending your constitutional rights every day. And you've heard Robert on my show low over a decade. That's right. And he, of course, is zealously defending your uh, your rights. Well, Dave, we talked about uh, me when, when I decided to run. I decided to run because I realized there's no real Republican running, period, in my district. So at some point, you got to say, uh, put up or shut up. So right. I put up. Okay, so I'm going to tread out on ice today. Mm-hmm. That's cracking very loudly. <laughs> All right. That means I could fall through at any moment. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. It wouldn't be the first time. No, okay, but, but here's the thing about this. And because I know that they're highly regarded in communities. But I wonder sometimes if they have our rights up there in the very first few things that they're supposed to be worried about. And that's the chamber of commerce. You saw that story, right? Well, I've known it for a long time. I've known it for a long time. And, and I don't think it's local chamber of commerce. Right. It's the state chamber of commerce. And they seem to me to be more about power than about our our freedoms and I won't say that they're against the law. It's just that they try to bend the law to uh, take away our freedoms. Let, let, let's, it seems to me. Would you agree with that, Ken? No, that, I mean the chamber I, you know, I try, doesn't I try seem to all, be on side. It's funny you mentioned this because I having a conversation with the senator about this yesterday. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's the fact that you know typically the bigger cities. Are more connected with the state chamber. I mean, mm-hmm. they're 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 one and the same. Almost. Okay, they're the, hand in glove. Yeah, and then the the better state chambers or the better chambers of commerce typically reside in the rural counties, rural cities. And I said they're either either or. They're either really really corrupt in the rural areas, or they're actually really really good and they're trying to promote economic development. There's typically not a middle when it comes to those rural chamber of commerces, and uh, and they're not. You know, they're supposed to be for business. And I, I mentioned a lot of the legislators in the state forgets that not only the state chamber oppose the SAFE Act banning the chemical castration of, of children, but they are part of the lawsuit suing the state 
over that law. So not only do why? they oppose it, That's but they're question. part of that lawsuit. Why? Yeah, what, what, why? What? How, what does that have to yeah. do with business? It doesn't. And the, Thank and, you. And, and, the re, and the Republicans that are running for office who continue to support the state chamber, they send it, it's just la, 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 I don't, I don't know, I don't know. No, that state chamber is part of the lawsuit of a bill that only three Republicans voted against. Let, let's, let me add one big wrinkle to this and rewind the timeline slightly. In the news yesterday, we broke, pursuant to my Freedom of Information Act request, that an Arkansas state agency... The Arkansas Economic Development Commission is giving hundreds of thousands of dollars to the state chamber. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the person who's funneling that money used to work for the Arkansas State Chamber, correct? I I always get it backwards. I know that the guy at the chamber used to work at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. I have no doubt that there's incestuous relationships going on in both directions. And and let me tell you, I'm going to break some news as I typically do on your show. I am considering filing a, a lawsuit for illegal exaction, meaning stealing the, the people's money that the Arkansas Economic Development uh, Commission has done by turning over our money to this private lobbyist group that lobbies for bills that are not in the interests of the public. I may be suing on that, and I'm disclosing that first on your show, Dave, because that's what you do here. You break real news. And by the way, who's on the Arkansas Economic Development Commission? My primary opponent. Oh. You know, you know I, st- I still remember the chamber... Uh, was up there promoting hate crimes at that press conference, and the head of the chamber said, uh, they're in the rotunda, I could uh, have logos just pasted all over the, the rotunda of all these businesses that want hate crimes, and there wouldn't be enough room. I'm like, which businesses? Yeah, I travel name all them. over the state. Name them. Yeah, and I, you could sit in front of 100 business owners in any community and tell me, what is your top 10, 100 things that you need to help your business, and not a single one of them will even think about hate crimes. By the way, when the Chamber of Commerce comes by, you should know in your community, all right, you should know what they're doing. You should know what they're doing before you give them one shekel of your profit. I'm just saying, you 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 shouldn't be worried about that sticker that you get for your window. Because I'm going to tell you, the average Arkansan that walks up and sees that you're part of the chamber, they don't have a clue. My father was a small businessman for 25 years. Only at the latter end of his career, he went into education Mm -hmm. and started teaching business. But most of his career, well, maybe not most given his age, I think roughly half and half, he was a small businessman. Now, here's my question to you. Does the Arkansas Economic Development Commission, as they funnel money to the private lobbyists that lobby against your interests uh, and, and the chamber itself, are they looking out for small business or are they looking out only for the mega business? Which, listen, I go to Walmart, I go to Sam's, I go to Costco all the time. Great services. Do they need government stipends? Do they need corporate welfare? I don't think so. And like I said, I, I, I would up. just, I think you should take it. Everybody should stand back and take a look at how the money flows in the state. I we, think so. I mean, and I, I have a great relationship with the Benton Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Uh, they, I got a good relationship. I did. Brian. I haven't in um, the last and, few years. And I think they've Cabot. done a good job. I think most people in the community think they've done a good job. 
Uh, I think the only, you know, with Benton and Bryant, there shouldn't be two chambers of commerces. But, you know, you, you're, your business of Benton, you really have to be, you have to pay the membership of both chambers of commerce. You're Bryant, you got to pay the membership of both chambers of commerce. Seems counterproductive to me. But everyone likes their money. Everyone likes their power. You know, yada, yada, Here's yada. what I think. Didn't of we when used I to call that protection, by the way? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it was you know, too good. Yeah. You know, when I think of the chamber, all right, and I've been in politics for a long, long time. and, and not 60 on, years? Yeah. I'm mean, doing my thing. Right? And, and the thing that I've always thought about the chamber was, and it was like Cabot. I worked with the Cabot chamber a lot to promote the, you know, fairs that they did and mm-hmm. things of that nature to to gin up people to come into the community and spend their dollars and that that's what they're for as well as if a business is thinking about your community or maybe they're not thinking about your community but that your chamber should be sending them a letter and information about why your community would be the community for them to locate their business yeah. not for helping to pass hate crime legislation or whatever. That, to me, is not what they're about. Remember, I testified in the, the, the state legislature this very last session, not the financial session, the, the substantive session. Yeah, the general uh, The session. general session. Uh, I testified right after the chamber, immediately after. And the chamber sat next to big business because they're hand in glove, right? And they said... Our team has decided that you need a vaccine. Now, everybody in this room has been vaccinated. That's not the issue. But our team decided for you. When's the last time you had a team decide? Do you ask a team before you have a colonoscopy? Okay. <laughs> How about my team decides when? And we're going to decide right now that we're going to give you. You bend over, baby, because we're yeah. doing it right now on camera. Yeah. No, thank you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay, let's get our break in. Final break for this hour. We'll come back and talk more about this. If you want to join in the discussion, 501-823-0965 is our phone number here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, don't forget about my good buddy, uh, Billy Mack. Billy Mack is the owner of ICU Protection LLC. ICU Protection LLC. And Billy knows his business. He's been doing it since uh, the mid-90s. So he's been around uh, putting cameras up and motion detectors and all of those things and knowing how to use them to best defend your property or your home uh, from, uh, you know, people that want to do harm to you or want to do harm to your home. Uh, So you talk to him about it. You want uh, door and window sensors? Check. He's got them. You want cameras? Check. He's got them. You want a doorbell camera? Check. He can do that. How about motion detection? Check. He can do that as well. He's got analytics, analytics now that can tell you whether it's a person, an animal, or it's a a car that tripped your alarm. And it can even go as far down as a gust of wind with a few leaves that it's blowing around. It can do that on a home. It can do that on a business. So they can, you know, protect you. But here's the big, big difference between ICU protection and other protection companies, other security firms. You pay for the service. You don't pay for the hardware. All of those uh, indoor and outdoor cameras, all of that uh, door and window sensors, that's on ICU. It's not out of your pocketbook. 
I want you to call them. I want you to talk to Billy Mac about this. Save yourself some money, but get superior protection. 501-205-1333. 501-205-1333. All right, so eight minutes until seven. Robert Steinbach, I asked him to be here today, not just as a general guest, all right, but as a candidate. He is uh, Well, running. then show him the card. He, there it is. <laughs> show him right. the other side, the pretty it. side. Oh, yeah. This is kind of cool. I kind of like that. It looks like a painting of him. He told me that what they do is they take a picture, put it in a computer, That's and right. it renders what looks like a painting. Isn't that interesting? It looks like a, a drawing. That's like yeah. kind of reverse of what you would that's think. That's right. That's you right. You know, as far as that's concerned. I that's right. I kind of like it. Now, if it was anime, just his mouth would move. There you go. <laughs> well, of course, uh, you know, I, I, need to, I need to do the uh, cartoon version because I got to make myself look prettier somehow. Nothing on that, really? Really, Dave? I, I realize they all can't be winners, but come on. Give me but a little something. That's good, man. I'm I like it. Yeah. I like, what I like is that you went with a different font yeah. there yeah. for I'll, Steinbach for Statehouse. I yep. like it. A little gothic look to it. That's in it. So you're up for what district? 73. All right. uh, which is from Riverdale out to Pinnacle Mountain, bounded roughly by Cantrell, but it has all of Pleasant Valley. Pleasant Valley is really... The a, west side, huh? Yes, okay. exactly. And, and Pleasant Valley is very important because, A, we have some real solid Republicans there, and so we need them to come out and vote in the primary. A lot of conservatives in the west side. Absolutely. And secondly... Or, or B, don't you like the A in the second? But and B uh, <laughs> is that we have a, a real crime issue throughout the city, all the yes, way from the bottom do. to the top, and they're feeling it really big up there. Well, after seeing after seeing what happened in Dumas, yeah, I think we can all say that we've got a crime problem all across the state of Amen. Arkansas. Now. Amen. Amen. And if and if elected uh, uh, representatives and candidates are not making sure that they're constituents are safe they're not doing their primary obligation that's issue number one for me and i will change it first day that we get it that i get into office okay you're going to try to change it oh no no i'm going to get it done okay I'm going to get it. that's the thing you know if the current uh, rep it's a different district but it overlaps right because we have drawn new lines yep. the current rep's a democrat so he literally can't get anything done you can't get anything done in this legislature if you're a Democrat. So right. if it feels good to you to vote for a Democrat, what can I tell you? Vote for a Democrat. But if you want to vote for someone who actually can get something done, you have to vote for a Republican. Now, I'm running in a primary. You can either vote for me, the guy who's going to defund the uh, Arkansas Economic Development Commission, which is picking your pockets and giving it away to private lobbyists, or the guy who literally works for that crony corrupt organization. You choose. Yeah, I got you. All right. Are you going to be um, walking around the, the west side of Little Rock, knocking on doors? I walk around everywhere all the time. And you know, every time I walk around, every time I go to a gun show, every time I go to Walmart and I'm talking to someone because I have this uh, unique voice. People ask me, where are you from, by the way? I say, uh, northeast Arkansas. Very northeast. Yeah. Right? Um, and, uh, uh, New York. Uh, you're right, exactly. And they, and they say, why do I know your voice? I say, Dave Ellswick. 
That's why you know my voice. Uh, and then they talk to me about politics. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm always meeting people uh, inside my district and outside of my district. Uh, and, you know, I chose to live in Arkansas. I came here nearly 20 years ago, and I chose to live in Arkansas. This is my home. We came at about the exact same time. Is that right? What year did you get I here? Came, I came in 2000. Oh, terrific. That's, terrific. When, I, that's yeah. when I got here. I, I became a talk show host in this market the year that uh, Bush and Gore were at each other's throat wow. all the way up wow. to the Supreme Court. <laughs> wow. And boy, it was fun. It is fun. That, that, that being thrown into the... I like going in the deep end of the pool. I really do. And and like all... They, they had had a different talk show host there for years who was very liberal at the time. And uh, and now he probably be looked at it mod, as a moderate, to be honest. Yeah. Because the left is so far unhinged uh, that I, I wouldn't even say that he belonged with them. But bottom line, when I came on, it was like, holy cow, this is totally different than what we've been hearing from this place. Because I came on at middays. I was on like right, right after lunch. First News is what nice. it was called. And doing that. And then went to went to Rush is what I did. And then ended That's up as leader. Afternoon Drive uh, doing my thing. But uh, how long did it take you, Robert, to decide for yourself that you wanted to run for office, to, to do as Teddy Roosevelt said, get in the arena? It's a great question because, as you know, we've talked about this off the air. I wasn't intending to run for this seat. Why? Because it's not about me, Dave. I don't care if I hold office. I'm not going to wear a polo shirt that says, you know, my position. You know, those types, right, that run around with a little baseball cap that says their position on top of yeah. it. That's not. So. Yeah, you're uh, talking about me. That's all right. Oh, please. Um, so, uh, uh, the, the, so I'm watching what's going on in my district. And now that the district has been redrawn, it is very possible for a Republican to win. It's not a guarantee. But it's very possible. Okay. So I'm watching. I figure, well, you know, we'll get a good Republican candidate, and so be it. And then I'll support that candidate. And I'll come on your show, and I'll do the lawsuits that I've been doing that favor conservative ideals and individual rights. And all the other things that I do for the people of Arkansas, irrespective of position, because it's the right thing to do. And then we're getting close to the deadline, Dave. And only one person has put his name in the hat, and it's a guy that works for this crony corrupt organization that's funneling your tax dollars to private lobbyists. And I said, look, Rob, you either got to put up or shut up because that's not what's going to get it done. I have a totally different way of saying that than what Rob does. Yeah, I'm sure and you do. Can you say it on the air? Can you say it on the air? Well, yeah, I can yeah. as long as I'm on the satellite. There air. you go. <laughs> <laughs> I could say it then. Yeah. All right, well, we need to take a break because yeah. we've got news coming up. Uh, Congressman Hill will not be with us today. Uh, he'll be with us on Friday at 735. And Congressman Westerman's on a plane, so he won't be with us today. So we got a wide open field that's all green in front of us, as we like to say, in football. So uh, we'll break free and see what we come up with when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show.
Here we go. We're back. Man, we had some great talk. That was good. We, we, you know, we we sit here and discuss things that, uh, and we we say things that are privy to us. All right. You got to know, I don't tell you everything that people tell me. Because when I say and sit and talk from my many years of being a reporter, because I'm not a reporter anymore. If you think this is a news show, it is not. It is an opinion show that brings you some news, all right? But you're going to hear my opinion a lot. Yeah. And I and I figured that uh, after I worked at WIC, uh, IBC in Indianapolis, I was going to go that way because so many of my stories were being spiked by the news director. I got tired of it. Her name, by the way, was Lee Denoon, if you'd like to know. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I had stories out the yin-yang that she would say, well, yeah, you got all that stuff. But, you know, Dave, we don't want to rock the boat too much. And I said, Lee, it's it's what's happening in our school systems or it's what's happening. The big big one I broke when I was at IBC was was a white separatist group that was in the prison system of Indiana and was running drugs. It took me months to get them to go to run with that. That that story and all of the sound and, and everything that I had sat on her desk, sat on her desk for four months. We had it, and then one of the TV stations happened to kind of mention it in passing, and she went... Oh, we better get Ellswick's story out now. And they did, and oh my God. Well, that's one of the reasons th- I oh, come on your show. H E double hockey sticks, bro. Yeah, I come on your show to break <laughs> news. Because, like you say, you're, you, you're an opinion person, but you break news all the time. Yeah, well, and I, the other thing is, I think that I personally think I'm fair. I'll you break are. news about everybody. <laughs> well, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you bring. You know, you'll you'll admit when you're wrong. Yeah, you'll, I have done know, that. Uh, I have been wrong. You'll you'll, you'll you know so you'll try to. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was waiting on it. I knew it was coming. Little Johnny dangerously there. Go ahead. Uh, you know, just just the fact that you you the news that this show does report is is attempted to like, get the, the the truth out there. You know, so, you know, and just making sure, hey, this, this is what's actually happening, not not what you're hearing, not all the fluff, not all the other stuff. And I think that's why people, you know, consistently tune into the show. And by the way, if you believe the people, the voices that are out there now that say Dave Ellswick is establishment. Ha! Wow, <laughs> man. I, I'm, <clears throat> ooh, you're so wrong. You are so Frankly, wrong. I've never heard that. Really? Well, it's out there. I, I believe you. And I and I during next break, I'll tell you from whom. Right. I'll, I'll let you know. But <laughs> it's it's Dave Ellswick is an establishment. No, I'm not. Not by a long shot. You know what Dave Ellswick is? Dave Ellswick is constitutionalist. Dave Ellswick is looking for the truth. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Dave well, Ellswick the, doesn't think people, you should get screwed. For the people that say that, it's just so annoying. So annoying 
that if for the for uh, I often tell people the people that complain about and this is our side I'm just talking about Republicans the people that complain about fake news seem to post the most fake news and then the people that that talk about conservatism and being having your own mind are the ones that criticize people for disagreeing with them and for a lot of the Republicans and a lot of conservatives on the left it's become a purity test it's become if you don't agree with me 100 percent of the time you're a rhino. I don't agree with myself 100% of the time. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. I've and changed by, my mind. Right? Isn't that what I mean? My mind, and on a I side think. note, if you're going to call someone a rhino, spell it correctly. There's, there's no spell? H. There's no H. It's not the animal. You're not calling someone an animal. It's yeah. R-I-N-O. For right. goodness sakes. So at least, at least be intelligent enough to call someone, you know, if you're going to call someone a rhino, spell it correctly. My primary opponent voted Twice in Democratic primaries, including in the very last election. To I'm spell not, rhino, rhino. I'm not sure we can no, even call him a rhino. Do we call him a dino? Well, he, he, <laughs> what he is a dino? In the, in the Democratic yeah. primary. Oh. In 2020? Yes, in 2020. The very last election. Oh, my gosh. And he says, you know, he, he hasn't written the word Republican anywhere on his websites. He, you know, he writes, I don't like a party politics. I'm sure you don't. You yeah. don't even know what party you're running in. You know, I, I think it's one thing to, to vote in the Democrat primary back. Uh, I, 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 tell me, I typically give people a pass all the way up to maybe 2012. I agree with you. Well, I agree 2012. with you. 2010. Yeah. 2012, I kind of, uh, but Okay. After that, yeah, twenty twenty, like, yeah, the very last election. I'm with Yikes. you. I give a lot of grace. Better come off, on. Well, here's off the, here's the other grace. Here's the grace that I also give. If you are black, all right, I give you dispensation that you voted for Obama the first time because and because I had a lot of friends, uh, a lot of pastor friends that voted for Obama because they said to me. He looks like me. Yeah. He's the first black. He could be the first black president. And I said, well, I don't vote that way. But if you're going to vote that way, I can kind of understand it from your perspective. So, you know, I'm going to still be friends with you, but I'm going to keep reminding you as he's president, all the different things that he's doing. Now, you got my you got dispensation from me from that. You got grace. But if you voted for him the second time, no way, no way. That because you knew what you were getting. He at was, that point. yeah. He was an anti-American at that point. You, you, you should have known it. You should have seen it. All right. I mean, if you voted for Biden, uh, you knew what was coming. I mean, the guy had a had a record a mile long that he's run on. I mean, Robert Gates was not wrong. The former CIA director, he said that on every international issue biden was on the wrong side he was the dumbest man in the room well it's pretty obvious because he always wants to have ice cream all the time oh he's like pelosi i it's i'm sorry i i just i look at these people and i just go i can't believe these people but i'll tell you the other thing i can't believe and that is people who will run against somebody and maybe this is why people think I'm an establishment. You have somebody that is a Republican, and perhaps you disagree with them on one issue. Mm-hmm. I'm a Reagan Republican. Reagan used to say, if you can get along with somebody 80% of the time, you can get things done. All right. Now, with people that basically are saying that's not the case. That's not the case. 
All right. That's basically what they're saying. Uh, you got We got to be able to get with you 100% of the time, or we're going to replace you. You're going to replace them with whom? Who are you going to replace them with? Well, somebody who's telling me everything that I, you know, they say they're going to do, and it, it aligns exactly with me. Okay, so they get in and they change your mind on something. Then what are you going to do? Well, and then even you're going to replace at, them. Then look at even the more extreme, and when it becomes really about ego, you got Mark Johnson running for the Senate seat again. He's a solid conservative. I couldn't tell you if I've agreed with every vote he's made, but I Mark Johnson is a great senator. Yeah. And then you have Spencer Hawks, who was a House rep, who's now running against Mark. What? Now, of course, Spencer voted wrong on a bunch of issues. So the only argument that Illegal Spencer... Illegal immigration, number one. Yeah, so the only argument I can see Spencer making is, if you want to make this legislature more liberal, vote for me. Right? That's the only thing I could yeah. conceive of. But So wh- why would you do that? That's not about politics. Just, That's about ego. Just because I support the candidate, the person who's in office, does that mean I'm establishment? It means, as far as I'm concerned, they're voting the right way. Yeah, and you want them to uh, eventually get into leadership because hopefully they've, they've kept good friends around. Hopefully they're not the establishment that you were – you know, people were trying to fight or whatever it is, but these people just think, well, they must have given some enough. They've got leadership. They must have did this or did that. And it's like, well, at what point do we, we, we want our people to take over. We want them to have a say and for us to be able to get, get things done. And I often remind people, should we be getting a lot more done with a super majority? Oh yes. But, uh, you know, but people don't put it in context and like, We've only been in power for six years. Yeah, real power. Real power. 138 versus six ten. Ten was only the year that we had enough that we could cause problems. Yeah. To be but honest. what is clear, to be, to be fair, what is clear, now that we've been in power, Republicans have been in power for a handful of years, the failure to enact more legislation right. that is truly conservative is not the mistake of the Democrats. No. They're doing their job. No, that's correct. It's a mistake of so-called Republicans who aren't voting Republican. And I hate to do it, but I got to say it like my primary opponent. Right? The point is you need people who are going to vote Republican. People who know what party they're in and know the values of that party. Does it mean 100% as yeah. we just discussed? No, it doesn't. And that's think, not fair. Yeah, and I, I think that's to, to, to Robert's point. I think that's why more there. I think more more people are realizing it, even though in the short amount of time. And that's why you have a lot more primaries uh, uh, in the House and Senate side this time. It, right. it, at a minimum, you have a thirty percent turnover in uh, in both chambers without the primaries. Yeah, without the primaries. It's a good point. Yeah, we'll he see. knows his numbers. Right, well, it's going to be interesting to see what. November brings to us. Indeed. I mean, and May. Let's not forget May well, 24th. May, the May, of course, the primary is right. you're going to decide. I think Republicans have the inside track on winning races uh, in the general. So whatever your vote, whoever you can get through in the primary, that probably is your next state senator, it's next so state important. rep, or I mean, whomever. In yeah. many respects, it's the more important election. Yeah, I would go along with that. All right, break. David Lucas wants you to know, uh, if you are looking to buy silver and gold, look no further to learn how to do that than through his firm, David Lucas Financial. Learn how silver and gold could help you 
uh, protect your assets, not guaranteed to protect your assets because gold and silver, like any kind of commodity, can go up and it can come down. Uh, but uh, you want to protect your assets, your IRA, your 401k. You want you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. How much should you put into precious metals? Well, they work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer you can trust. And they will help you learn how to buy silver and gold. Call 501-222-3315. That's 501 501- Two 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 thirty three fifteen. Investment advisory services are offered through David Lucas Financial, an Arkansas registered investment advisor. And like I've told you, I've known David ever since he began in this business. I remember where his office was over David's Burgers, right there on Bowman, on the on the Bowman, right before you go into the curve. Uh, great place. I used to love it, except that I ate too much whenever I went over to see him. Now, I, I don't do that because he's not there anymore. He's got a much bigger area uh, sitting over on, what is it, uh, Maumel Boulevard is where he's at. But he's to be trusted. He really is a trustworthy and honest individual. 19 after 7, I'll come back with Ken and Robert when we return on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you 22 minutes after 7 here on a Wednesday, hump day, middle weekday, over to Hill Day. And as soon as I get my instant replay unit again here in the studio, I will have the camel horn. You know? I don't know what that means. You know, the guy, is it the Geico? The Geico commercial. Yeah, Geico commercial. It's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I'm going <laughs> to... So I can play that. I love that commercial. I love that commercial. Anyway, again, I found out that my home insurance, which is Safeco, is owned by Liberty Mutual. Okay. And I was upset that they didn't put Emu, the, uh, Limu the Emu out <laughs> at my house when they were looking at my roof. I really was. I was like, those animals I want to meet that. I want to meet that animal. Although I found out that the guy who does the commercials, the comedian that they they hired he's never been on set with that animal it's all cgi Isn't that funny? that's how good yeah. cgi is yeah. Yeah. i didn't know that that was computer generated i'm not actually here right now dave this is <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're you're off the hollow deck in your house that's right? right okay gotcha all right we're with you all right so we've talked about a couple of things today we've 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 uh, taken some time to talk about uh the uh, chamber of commerce as a state agency, does not I, I believe I believe does not have your best interest in mind. Just the same way Walmart might be the best place for prices, but it does not have your best interest in mind. Are they twenty four seven again? Yet? No, no, not yet. Not, ever go? not where I'm at. I don't yeah. know if they'll ever go back. They got to find enough workers to be able to do that. That's true. So uh, they, you know, they close in Cabot at ten o'clock. Is that right? Yeah, it's like it's like we're going, you know, back to the future kind of thing happening as far as that's that's concerned uh i you know i i want to get over i haven't been there yet i've always i've been told that you know when you're driving down uh chanel at night and you get over on the west side of little rock there's like this golden glow that is in the sky and you get there and of course that's costco Mm. all right (laughs) that's kind of what i've been told 
I haven't been there yet. I haven't. I don't, That's I don't a long have, way for me to drive. Membership, so I got to drive. I, I, that, you know, if they build one, and it's amazing what capitalism and free market does. Isn't it wonderful? The service at Sam's Club has gotten so much better. Incredible. It, well, they, they even redesigned the inside. They did. I've always shopped at Sam's since I came here, but I'm originally from, like I jokingly say, Northeast Arkansas, yeah, right. all the way up in New York, right? And that's where Costco is from, the Northeast. Mm. And so I'm used to that, and I've been over there. And let me tell you, Sam's has started to model themselves after some of the aspects of um, Costco. They were awful. They were mean. They didn't care about you. You complained. I had to complain all the way to the to the head head office. And they don't care. I mean, and it's in Little Rock. Sam's Club is their is their highest producing Sam's Club here in Arkansas. They just did not care. Well, you and know then, what they used to be yeah. like when they would lay out their store. Mm-hmm. I expected when I'd get into Sam's. And I like Sam's. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I go to Sam's a lot. But I, I expect it to be walking in the store and see the blue light special, all right? Because it reminded me of the way Kmart was, That's right. where mm-hmm. they would just put tons of stuff in the aisles and everything. It was hard oh, to it, get it, around. Yo, know, it, it used to be packed. Because I mean, like it, my parents were in the restaurant business. We did, you know, back in the day, they let you know business owners come in early. They right. Don't do that anymore. Um, they just wall to wall type stuff, great deals and whatnot. And they just went downhill, downhill. Um, but you know, I went the, you know, I had been in a while cause I just tried to avoid it. Cause it's just, you know, I don't like going to stores where you're just like, you're just dreading going there cause you don't have a bad experience, well, you know, and, and then it I took went, you forever to check out. Yeah, now it doesn't. Yeah, now it doesn't. Now you go there and I said, everyone, oh, can I help you? Can I go here? I'm like, Oh my gosh, what happened? Oh, Costco happened. That's what happened. <laughs> Competition. That's what happened. Capitalism. School you, you choice. Wanna, yeah, you want to see. That's right. You want to see the <laughs> schools right. change. You want to see school choice. Yeah. Really, Listen, every school time choice. the consumer has a choice, the product is better. That's right. You, the people say, "Well, you know, car companies that's inefficient. You got all these car companies." Yeah, how good was the Yugo? Yeah, right. That's where there yeah. was no competition. Yeah, t- Tim Griffin is a great example. Is you know, I, I live in Benton, and he goes, "What if someone said you, know, you live in Benton? There's a Benton Walmart. They build a." brand and new just state-of-the-art walmart and bryant and there's one in bryant and they right. said well you can't shop at the one right. in bryant right. because you live in benton you be like, well that's ridiculous exactly right. i want to shop wherever the hell i want to shop and then it's the same thing with school choice and think about this if you got a super walmart typically the kroger that's in your community mm-hmm. suddenly becomes a super Kroger. Oh, I love it. We yeah, and the we, service gets better. Yeah, and, we got two. We, yeah, we got better. two Krogers in Benton of all places. We got a regular Kroger that's in the middle of Benton, and then over there, right in between Brian and, and we got that. We got a super Kroger. Those with are the, great with the Starbucks in it, with the marketplace, exactly with the, with the sushi bar, yeah. the pre-made food, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But, but why you want you know? Stay with what you do best: food. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sell. You don't have to sell lawn furniture, t-shirts. And- <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't. They I got don't, that there too. I <laughs> don't go to Kroger to buy lawn furniture. But here's the thing. And uh, while I agree with you, here's the thing. This is the beauty of capitalism. They decide. Yeah. And if it works, yeah. they make money. Yeah. And if it don't, they stop doing it or they go out of business and someone better replaces it. Yeah, it takes That's capitalism. That's exactly. Yeah. You're exactly right. That's you're. you're and exactly you know what? Right on. Don't you wish. That the Arkansas Economic Development Commission and the state chamber talked about that. You don't hear them talking about competition, right? Because they're not talking about little upstarts getting their bite at the apple. That's the problem. Well, the chamber goes out and tries to bring huge businesses 
Now I'm talking about state chamber. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm talking about local. I'm talking about state right. chamber. They want to bring in in the Arkansas folks that bring in businesses as well. Yeah, uh, development or whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah. You know, the Arkansas cronyism. Yeah, I mean, they're, uh, they're spending money to try to bring some big boys in. Okay, I understand that. Except. How much are they paying them? Yeah, why aren't you spreading that cash around to small businesses that need it just as much that have been propelling the economy along for low these many years? I go around the corner to the hardware store in my neighborhood. I'll go out to Home Depot because the hardware store has limited stuff, right? So some of the bigger stuff. Right, limited supply, thank you. But I start there. Right. But is the chamber making sure that we have these mom and pop shops around? No, No. because you know why? Because the mom and pop shops aren't writing big checks to chamber. All right. Got to get a break in. Time for Bill O'Reilly. Let's do that. Find out what Bill's got on his mind. And then we'll be back. Ken Yang is here along with Robert Steinbach on the Dave Ellswick show. All right. 25 minutes uh, till eight. It's our final half hour with Robert Steinbach. Law professor over at Bowen School of Law, running for the State House, if you're over on the west side of Little Rock, District 72, correct? Yeah, not the west side, though. Remember, it's uh, it's it's from Riverdale all yeah, the way wow. out to Pinnacle, uh, so it's east to west, uh, and then um, largely uh, north of Cantrell, but not entirely, not so in the Heights and Hillcrest part of there, and, not, and most importantly, not in... Um, uh, just past 430. I'm just right? telling you, if you were running in the Hillcrest area, they'd be burning you in yeah. effigy. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> where, that's where my primary opponent is from, from, from Hillcrest. Oh, is he yeah, really? exactly. So you okay. do the math. The, one, right. the one who doesn't know which party he's in. Yeah, I'm, I'm just right? saying. Hillcrest is a really nice community, all right? I mean, I, I like the stores that... I'll, I'll, many times I go over to U.S. Pizza to have lunch or whatever over there because I kind of like that that location. Yeah, it's pretty. Sit sit outside and very and eat or whatever. Yeah. And my dock used to be there, and then I found the dock that I didn't have to drive so far to to go see. But yeah, yeah, I like it. He was over in that the old ice house or whatever mm. he used to be yeah, there yeah. in the clock tower. He used to be there. I I like it. I like it a lot. But when I talk to the people, it's like. It's a time warp. You know, I, I feel like I'm back in Haight-Ashbury in, in Frisco or something. It's yeah. just weird. It is really. I didn't think people, I didn't think logical people still thought that way. No. And, and, and you know, crime is, you know, it's a nice neighborhoods, but crime is actually more rampant in those nicer neighborhoods. Well, that's yes. where the money's at. If you're, where do you go if and you're a not, thief? You, you go, go where the money's where, at. Well, they go, go to Pleasant you, Valley. You go yeah. where the money's at, and also where you know they where they probably don't own a firearm. Oh yeah, that's another reason. That that that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, look, we can talk to Robert about that. Just yeah, couple blocks, losses. just couple blocks oh, yeah. from oh. his house, they had a a, a carjacking, a car twenty jacking, bullets. Yeah, twenty, 20 rounds bullets. fired. And they hit both of the passengers, but not seriously, mm-hmm. knock on wood. Was that was that the one that the, the lady was writing about? Yeah, she's the, the editor of the AY magazine. Okay. She was shot. Yeah. Shot, as there, was her She friend. was lucky that she is not dead. Oh, yeah. Because there was one in her headrest, if I'm not mistaken. Right, one in the headrest, and one hit her, but like grazed her. But it's complete luck. 
Right? And what do the lefties say? Well, there are too many guns out there. In the hands of criminals. <laughs> yeah. I'm but they're worried about the guns in the law-abiding citizens' yeah, hands. one illegal gun. Right. Is too many. Is too many. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> There's exactly. plenty of people that are carrying legally that aren't running around carjacking people. Well, that's why we have that lawsuit. We have three lawsuits that I brought regarding your right to defend yourself, yourself, your gun rights. And one of them is against the city of Little Rock. Uh, and Tom Carpenter says, well, the people inside the building are afraid if you carry a gun. Well, guess what? I'm afraid to walk up to the building without a gun. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's a, it's a cancer. It's a cancer that I've told my friends in Jacksonville, Cabot, uh, Conway, Benton, Bryant, that your government, better, your local government better have a plan because I don't see an end in sight of this, this spreading cancer. This is the problem I have with Scott, all right? Mayor Scott. And he's a nice guy. I've talked to yeah, him before. I've known him for a long time. here, when he looks at you and he says, this is a health problem. No, it's not. It is a crime problem. You've got a crime problem. What are, what are you and your police chief doing to stop it? Nothing. You know, even, Robert, Nothing. even Robert has a, a, a decent idea when he says, you know, when crime is out of control, you got to bring more cops in. If, if By the look, way, even? If, why? Am I low yeah. man? <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just saying. I'm teasing you. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. that, uh, you know, people go, well, we don't have that many. We, we've lost a lot of police. Well, I like your idea. Bring well, the state cops in. State I'm going to do it. Day do one. It. Day one. Or, I'm get it do done. It. or take a look at why you couldn't fill the multiple positions that needed to be filled anyways and why you're losing yeah, of uh, uh, police. Let's take a look at that. Do you want to ask? First. I'll tell you, I'm going to have to try to do this. I, I, I'm going to make some phone calls. I'm going to see if I can get Chief Stewart back on. Because when he came. Yeah. This same problem was happening, and it was happening under Jello uh, Jello Jim. Everybody remember Jello Jim? That was mayor mm-hmm. uh, here, and they were having this problem. And uh, Stewart came, and he got more officers. He got more money mm-hmm. uh, for for officers. He uh, got away from these pretty pastel colored cop cars and uh, started going back to the black and whites that yeah. the criminals knew meant police exactly and he cracked down on that stuff and it got to be safe in little rock and it has again. to be work in tandem you have to have a good police force and you have to have a prosecutor attorney that will prosecute these criminals and yeah. throw them in jail yeah and citizens that do their part who protect themselves and have the right to protect themselves yeah right. i like jay i think that he's done pretty good as as uh, you know prosecutor but i don't know how well as a prosecutor you can do when you got a police chief like they've got in Little Rock now, I agree. You know, I mean, it's I, crazy. Think, I think Larry's retiring probably. Yeah, at the he's right getting time. done. Yeah, he's, he's, probably he's done. And I, yeah. I've, I've made two, co- Larry. I know you still listen to the show. I've made two calls to you, wanting you to come on and talk about all these crazy people that are prosecuting attorneys now across the nation, and you haven't returned my call. Come on, Larry. Come on, I, I know, I know you don't believe that in what they're saying. So you, you come on the show and talk some straight sense to the people of Central Arkansas. Well, if we don't get good law enforcement uh, 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 leadership reestablished in Arkansas and taken away from the leftists in control of some of these cities, and we don't prosecute cases the way we're supposed to be prosecuting cases, we will become San Francisco. 
People walking into the Walmart, the Walgreens, the CVS, and walking out with with truckloads, carloads of stuff. And they're just waving at them because they can't do anything. Yeah, asking asking the workers there to, can you help me with this big screen right. TV? Right. Well, yeah. where's your receipt? Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. buy it. I just need and, to get and into e- my car. Even the ones that have armed security, they just they can't do anything. Can't just do anything. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they just watch them do their thing. It's a crime. And yeah. often, I tell people, I, t- I, I tell my friends, I said, if you're going to come over to my house, and especially if it's dark outside, you better let me know. I mean, this, this, we're, right. we're past the day and age where you can surprise. Hey, you know I mean? no surprises because I'm going to have a surprise for you. Yeah, I, I had a, a, a kid knock on my door selling something. It's a long time ago when it was dark. And I opened the door and I said, what are you doing? And he said, well, our, you know, our boss told him. I said, hey. I'm I got about- some magazines. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was something like that. <laughs> I said, I, I said, I've got magazines, but they go in the back of a gun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's not a good move. No. Yeah, you're right. No. Yeah, people, not in, not in people are age. fish. Yeah, it used to be that was the way it was in the hollers of, of Kentucky, all right? You would not approach somebody's house after dark, Mm-mm. all right? Yeah, you'd be looking down both barrels of a shotgun uh, because that would be a 20-gauge or a 12, you know, it wouldn't be a 12-gauge pump or something. It'd be a 20-gauge. And uh, you just didn't walk up. You didn't do that. You would stand in the driveway and yell, hello, you know, and try to get somebody to come to the door. Yeah, what do you want? And they're standing there with the shotgun. But uh, now it's the same way on the west side of uh, Little Rock. Pleasant Valley. You go up and... yeah. Yeah, you, the person opened the door, if they're standing there and they got one arm behind their back, <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's not because their arm is hurting them. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Keep that in mind. All right, let's get our final break in, then we'll yep. come back and we'll finish up here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I've been talking about PI roofing for years, literally for years. I've been uh, talking about Joel Johnson and Veronica Johnson and their great roofing company since before they started all right uh joel johnson used to just go house to house and you know he's a roofer he could look at a at a house and he could tell if the roof was in disrepair and he'd go up and say hey you got some leaks in there well yeah okay would you like me to fix it and they'd say yeah and he'd give them a decent price and he'd fix it that's how he became known as the roof leak detective now, that's the story just so you'll know but uh, he has built that of just him driving around the neighborhood into a large roofing company now that still has the same principles that they had when it was just him because he makes everybody that works for him work by his principles. So you know that you're going to get good work. You know you're going to get a fair price. You know that they're not going to tell you a whole bunch of hokum that they know that they can't do for you, and you know that they'll back their, their roof or their work. For instance, we'll have a, like a tornado go through Valonia or whatever. And we all remember a couple of years back when that happened and uh, PI roofing was out there, but there was all these other roofing companies that were out in that same area, not from Arkansas. And they would start a roof and then suddenly they didn't finish the roof. They just left. And you didn't know exactly where they went and didn't have a clue who they were. And you were out all that money. 
that that happens here in Cabot just a few uh, months ago where somebody was putting pools in the, in the ground. So the bottom line is know the company, know that the company has been in your community for a long time, and know that they're known for great work. And that's where PI Roofing comes in. 707-3551, they're the only roofing company that has ever walked on the Ellswick household's roof. The only company. They're the only ones I'll do business with. That's PI Roofing, PIRoofing.com. All right, back with you. We were just uh, discussing, I heard a community, uh, I forget where the, where the school was. Look, I hear so many different things that I can't, and I'm talking about, I think it was in Portland. Of course it was in Portland. Because right. sure. it was, <laughs> it's a crazy If it's something. crazy, it's in Portland. They, they said that education should not be a competition. So they got rid of the Val Victorian. Yeah. I'm thinking education is a competition. Whether you like it yeah. or not, education is a competition. That's like saying running track should not be a competition. Yeah. But yeah. somebody came in first. Yeah. And, and, yeah. You're, and you're dealing with, with kids. Kids thrive on, on competition. Of, you know, humans do. Yeah, humans do. Yeah. yeah, I just, I couldn't believe that. And then was it you that was mentioning, Robert? That there were school systems yeah. that were getting rid of calculus? Yeah, getting rid of calculus. Getting it's rid of hard. Pe- because yeah. it's hard. Well, <laughs> no. It's not only because it's hard. Because there are different uh, demographic groups. Asians, African Americans, whites, Jews performed differently overall, right, on average mm-hmm. as a group. Really? Different groups perform differently? Are you going to tell me that tall people do better at uh, uh, basketball than short people on average? Really? <laughs> Some of these brilliant insights, you know, yeah. that ice is cold, yeah. things like that. Yeah, it's it's in inter- my son, uh, my grandson is uh, is finishing up his first year in college. He's a raging Cajun. That's right. right. And he's going he's going uh, he wants to be a uh, engineer. That's fantastic. And he, and he had to take uh, calculus of course he first did. year. All right, yeah. first year. He didn't take any of it in uh, in high school, and I looked at him, and and he's saying, you know, you know, Granddad, they won't let us let us use a mapping calculator uh, when we take our tests. And I said, well, why don't you learn how to use a slide rule? He didn't and, even know and, what it was, right? Yeah. Well, first, well, yeah, he did know what he it was. Know, he doesn't know how to use. No, it. they're they're not easy to use. And and he. <laughs> It was so funny. He says he's got a professor that has a slide rule. He says he actually had one. I said, well, I used to use one in school. And he and he says he can compute on that on the slide rule faster than the kids can use their computers. It's, it's remarkable. I mean, it's really amazing uh, where we've come to and where, well, I guess we're going. I mean, it's like being told with with the whole thing about creative writing. Well, you don't need to teach a child how to spell. We've got spell check. Yeah, and then you don't I need to teach them grammar. Yeah, and yeah. I look at the teacher and I say, there, there, and there. Which one do you yeah. use? Well, you look at the, the, the people and their inability to do 10, 15, 20% off of their or their check at a restaurant. Right, right, to do the tip. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. That should be this easy. It's easy stuff. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not the fastest when it comes to math. I'm not. You don't have to be the fastest. I had to work my butt off 
in calculus and non-Euclidean geometry. But we're, we're moving towards this 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 pass fail type thing, which is you know it's used to typically only be an option for certain college courses. But now that's what you know. Imagine you know going to some surgeon and it's like, well, he he passed, right? That's right. all. That's all. You that's know all you need passed. to know. That's right. He passed. That's right. I want the guy who was at the top of his class. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The world is laughing at us, guys. Yeah. The world is laughing at us every day as we dig our own graves and put the dirt on our own heads. This is not only the beginning. This is the middle of it, and we've got to turn this nonsense yeah, around. Turn it around. Yeah. I and, and I agree wholeheartedly with you been fighting it now for 20 years it's amazing just here in little rock i've been in other markets fighting it yeah. just as hard i was ran out of the state of minnesota by the way just because they didn't like to hear it yeah i mean we got to the point where you know we're, we're in classrooms and i mean it's an ongoing problem but we have people slowing other kids down and and not not that they're stupid, but they didn't belong in that AP class. They right. didn't belong in the honors class. class. But you know why they're in there? Because their mommy came and said, my kid's just as smart as that person. No. And, and the school was like, not. unwilling to be like, no, they're not. Sorry. You know what? Uh, half the kids are below average. That's called math. Right? Half the kids are below average and half are above. Right. But nobody's parent wants to say my kid's below average. Yeah. And, no, and I guess... Parents don't want to understand that when you look at the numbers across the board, and I'm talking Cabot and everywhere, and Cabot supposedly has the nirvana of education, mm-hmm. all right? So many kids can't even read at grade level. Can, yeah. Don't even come close. And you wonder why they're struggling? If you, I, I always heard... That being able to read and retain what you read yeah. was the door to all learning. Yes. 100%. Yes, because then when you get to college, and if you get into a good college, and you're reading a lot, you got to learn to power skip that baby. you got to re- yeah, re- figure out. Retain the what you need to retain. Yeah. I mean, I had my history professor tell me, uh, you know, it should be easy, mm-hmm. Ken, for you to read three to 500 pages a night. It, what? Okay, so I'll bring up a name that maybe neither one of you know. Evelyn Wood. Do you remember Evelyn yeah, Wood? Speed speed reading. Reading. Yeah, speed reading. Yeah. I took two of those courses and just for that reason. Indeed. So that when I went to college, I could speed read. I mean, look, if here's, here's the essence of Evelyn Wood. Read the first two sentences of every paragraph and you got everything. You'll learn everything. So... Instead of reading 300 pages, you're reading probably the equivalent of about 30 pages. And you can get through it and you know what the main what the main issues are, the main themes and things of that nature are and what you're reading. Then if you want to go back and read for pleasure, then you read every word and every, you know, in every sentence and every paragraph. That's what you do with that. Uh, I practice so much reading just as a function of going to school. And, of course, when you're reading books for school, you, you mark up in the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even read a newspaper without a pen in my hand. Meaning, I just, because I'm so accustomed. Yeah. It, it, it's like smokers, you know, when they, they, they lose, when they quit smoking, they, they don't know what to do with they their hold, hands. They hold their hands right. like this. Exactly. They have two fingers together. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm reading, and I'm always looking for a pen. Yeah. 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 I, I understand. Yeah. Then the problem was, when I quit smoking, then I found M&M's. 
<laughs> and when I wanted a cigarette, I would grab handfuls right. of M and M's, and then I ended up overweight, and then I had to. Yeah, it was a, it was a vicious cycle. Yeah, indeed. At that point, <laughs> a vicious cycle. Indeed. But anyway, yeah, you're right, and and those are things that have to be taught. Again, you need to be able to sit down and outline a paper that you read, so that you got the main themes right in front of you. So when you study. You keep a notebook with all of that stuff in it. Then you read your notebook. You don't go back and leaf through all of your books again. That's ridiculous. Well, And there's a broader point here, which is part of what's going on in society today, what's going on in Arkansas today. And that is the question of who controls the schools, right? And you have a bunch of leftist administrators, for the most part, at every level of education. At every level of education, and the studies are clear. Administrators are even more leftist than most faculty. And faculty, unlike me, are largely leftists. And they, there's this attitude amongst administrators. We determine what goes on in schools. Excuse me. The people determine who owns those schools. I own those schools. You guys own those schools. Your parents. Right. If you're on the school board, your job should be to represent the people of your school district and get done what they're asking That's you right, exactly. to get done and do it in a conservative, in a, in a smart way. That's right. And understand that everybody thinks that there's all these different people out there that have a million different ideas. I, it's not that way. The, the American people are pretty homo- homogenous. They, they think a lot of the same mm-hmm. things. And you go, well, we got to take care of the transsexuals and this and that. Transsexuals make up 0.6% of the population of the United States. 0.6%. I'm not saying because they're a minority we should leave them behind. What I'm saying that you shouldn't leave behind other 99.4. But they're not a minority. They suffer from gender dysphoria. Yeah, well, I, I agree. But I'm just well, saying, you should not ignore 99.4% yeah. of the people for 0.6% of the people. Well, you, what, what you shouldn't do is, as we talked about, I think, when I came in this Ten morning, seconds. Yeah. Be polite, but facts are facts and science is science. There you got it. Thank you, Robert, for coming in. Thank you. Ken, God bless. Thank you very thank much. You. Tomorrow, Senator Bozeman joins me in the first hour. Be there for that on the Dave Ellswick Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.